Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833-687-0700, 833-687-0700. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833-687-0700, 833-687-0700. Zero seven zero zero. As we wait till Monday until the hearing for Brett Kavanaugh's accuser, Hollywood do what they always do, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. And also, I was recently at a special preview screening of Gosnell, and I'll talk a little bit about that. Also, we'll speak with Lacey Williams about the second issue of Expressions. All this on this episode of Trench Chat. Highways of America, here's the podcast where we talk politics, a little entertainment, some culture, and this and that, from the road to your ears. This is Trend Chat with your host, Brian Bledsoe. And welcome. Welcome to another episode of Trend Chat. I'm your host, Brian Bledsoe. And if you want to connect with us, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Snapchat. It's all the same name, Trend Chat 24-7. Wow, I did that all in one take. Didn't have to do that. <laughs> just wonder how fast I could say it. You know, actually, let me say that again, just in case I said it too fast. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, it's all the same name, at TrendChat247. So, like I, like I mentioned, we're still waiting. Apparently, right now, it's still scheduled for Monday for the hearing to to hear from Brett Kavanaugh's accuser as for, um, about sexual assault, which, you know, which happened over 35 years ago. And 
apparently one uh, one thing out of it that she um well I think I mentioned it on the last episode where she wants an FBI investigation. The FBI has responded saying they're not going to do an investigation. And also, um, I guess her team is saying that they're not ready, that this is um, that they need more time, which I will say not only did you have 35 years of time, but also not only but not only that you also had months of time because it's not like, we knew about Brett Kavanaugh yesterday. He was announced as the nominee months ago. So not long, not only did you have the time that you had previously, like I said, 35 years, but you also had months of time. And so this, it seems more and more, like I mentioned last episode, this is that this is just more of a, just a stalling tactic that they're just trying to slow the process down as much as possible. Once at them being the Democrats and uh, obviously, and, and no surprise, the media is helping them. Um, I'm, I'm very confident to say if this was the other way around, if we were talking about, you know, if this was during the Obama administration and his nominee had something like this, the, the the accuser would be uh, discredited and would get no coverage and they would have probably already voted by now instead of uh, doing what the Republicans had done as far as agreeing to this hearing. But nevertheless, that's 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 how it is. So this is no, it's nothing new. And I just hope that. Um, well, as of right now, she has until fe- um, February to <laughs> Friday to turn in i guess written statement or written um whatever i guess whatever she um wants to bring up during the hearing on monday and as of right now as of recording i haven't uh have heard if if she has uh, done that yet so there's still a possibility that it might not even happen at all who knows but in the meantime like i said in the beginning hollywood is doing what they always do you have a number of actresses out there. They made a little video all in support of the accuser and, um, you know, saying we believe you. And like I said, they're implicit in wanting to, well, not only slow down the process, they literally want this to be, uh, they don't want him to be confirmed at all, which, you know, obviously that's what they want um, as well. It, it was, it was something that was, um, that was brought up during the Emmys. Actually, you had some some people out there having um you know t- uh, having on their <laughs> on their dresses or whatever like that, or even tattooed on them in a way <laughs> about not you know don't confirm Kavanaugh or whatever like that. Um, so so yeah, that that's no surprise as well that um, anything to to I guess to obstruct anything that has to do with Republicans um Hollywood is always there to Hollywood and the media in general are always there to you know lend a helping hand to obstruct anything <laughs> uh, conservative especially but even you know anything republican is is always the enemy in their eyes so like i said that's just in a par for the course. So, like I said, we're still waiting and we'll see what happens on Monday. And I'm, I don't know 
pretty sure we might be on on Tuesday afterwards and I guess we'll have a lot more clarity on then um, on that day on Tuesday if we are on on Tuesday. So now we're recording this on Friday, September the 21st. Now, normally, if you've listened to Trend Chat, you know that we're typically on uh, Tuesday and Thursday. But one reason, because we were at the Gosnell um, screening last night and it was uh, it went a little long. So I just decided to wait till Friday morning to um, I mean, look, I mean, it's, it's my show. I could pick the time. I mean, it was an arbitrary time that I picked anyway. Tuesday and Thursday, so I, I come on when I want to. Actually, I mean, I have four. I mean, the only limit I have is forty-five minutes, and well, also the limit in total that I mentioned a couple. I think the last episode I have, you know, as of right now, we on a, I guess a short period, short time period uh, overall, as far as how many more episodes we're gonna do. But I, I mentioned that before. If you, I think last, well. Uh, two episodes back so but yeah so um i guess the one th- well one thing before i talk about the gosner movie that i want to mention because like i said today is friday as that we were recording and yesterday was a very very important day um because it was national pepperoni pizza day now i actually you know i actually don't know who determines all these national days or whatever like like this like it's national pepperoni pizza day i'm pretty sure today is a national something day i don't know where these come from i i I know a lot of times when you look up one day it's like five or six different days on one day so i don't know who determines that and how that happens sometimes i just feel like someone just creates a hashtag and someone just goes along with it (laughs) Like there's there's no official proclamation saying like today is you know National Pepperoni Pizza Day. I think sometimes I kind of feel like I don't know. I'm pretty sure there's a national hashtag day. <laughs> don't know, but I'm I'm pretty sure it's out there. I think if I Google it, um, after after we finish, even though I'm I'm pretty sure I'm going to forget, but I'm pretty sure there's like a national hashtag day some one day this year. So, but yeah. As someone who loves pepperoni pizza as myself, I, I know this is a very, <laughs> very serious topic. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I, yeah, I, I am a fan of the pepperoni pizza. That matter of fact, that's basically the only topping I really want on my pizza. And let's be honest, really, I brought this up just to make sure that I mentioned that pe- that pineapples do not belong on pizza. <laughs> that's all this was for this all i just wanted to make sure i bring that up again because that, that's just gross i, I you know don't at me <laughs> but uh, pineapples on pizza is just gross i mean but then again you t- you're getting that from a very picky eater so who knows but yeah i just can't anyway I, I yeah all of that just to say i just yeah that's my position that's my stance and i stand firm in that stance that pineapples do not belong on pizza just like i said don't at me i i i am i am as strong on this as anything uh you know i would not be moved on this on this subject so i I, you know matter of fact there that's it 
There's no other discussion, and we're just moving on to the next topic. Matter of fact, until <laughs> before we move on, let's hear a friend, uh, friend of the show. Um, well, the founder project, which I've played, you know, on here. I guess what every yeah, every episode mostly. So if you don't know about them by now, if you've been listening to Trent Chat and don't know about the Found Project, I'm guessing you just fast forward every time. And so if you are, don't fast forward this time. Listen, you might actually like it. Listen to this. Just it's just thirty seconds. That's all it is. So here, here from my friends from the Founder Project. Hello, Trend Chat fans. The Founding Project invites you to experience our latest resource to take civics to citizens, TFP's new website. Visit us at www.thefoundingproject.com. Be a part of the civics movement with The Founding Project. The Founding Project is a 501c3 education nonprofit. Join us today. Politics and other stuff, maybe. This is Trend Chat with your host, Brian Bledsoe. So, like I mentioned um, before, <laughs> I need to quit saying that. I keep mentioning that. Like, like I mentioned before, but anyway, I'm just going to, yeah, let me quit saying that again. So, but um, I went to see Gosnell. It was a special preview screening in Dallas uh, last night. And, <clears throat> boy, I mean, if you know anything about this case, about I mean, I'm not going to call him doctor because he was not doctor anymore. I say he was a murderer. So I just Kermit Gosnell and the trial that happened um, and the the clinic that he run, the murder mill, where he were, uh, you know, he was a, an abortionist um, and turned up <clears throat> and. And where I guess they were um, raiding his clinic for uh, just for um, just looking, I mean, looking for, uh, I guess, like it was a drug case that also turned into a murder case, really. And when they raided the clinic, they found one that it was a absolutely filthy facility for one and during their search they found all these red bags all these uh as as gosnell will call it medical waste and so but in in all of that they found what they found uh Babies, basically, in these bags where he has been performing abortions, killing babies for years. And they found more. They found like they found like five or six even more fully grown babies. And also it led up to found out about what. He did to a number of women where uh, you had some of them die. And this particular case focused on one in particular, which 
which was able to get it to trial. Um, this movie kind of just showed one, how difficult it is to even bring someone like this to trial, let alone, uh, it's not like where you could just say like, okay, he has killed all these babies. Let's send them to trial for murder because of the nature of abortion in this country where you have so many people that are pretty, pretty numb to the fact about what goes on in with, uh, with abortion where I'm pretty sure most people, I'm very sure that people don't, even the people that support abortion don't really know what happens and during an abortion, what is done. And this, in this movie, they describe what a, uh, the procedure of killing a child, better known as you know abortion, and it's um. So you see the, you see what goes on in the trial, and well, I'll tell you one thing in particular is that that I noticed in the movie, and it was backed up by the transcripts because that that's one thing that they know that they show in the beginning is that this movie is, you know, based on a true story. And it and a lot of the dialogue comes from transcripts during the trial and, and in notes and from the actual people that, um, that lived through, you know, throughout this, um, ordeal. And one thing that stuck out to me, which I knew already, but just to see it on film is the callousness of of Kermit Gosnell and how he just felt like he was doing, he didn't have no problem in what he was doing. And it's how, how he didn't think twice about what he was doing. As a matter of fact, he, and I am pretty sure a lot of other abortionists out there feel like they're doing the right thing because in their eyes and in a lot of people's eyes they they see having a child as a punishment and they shouldn't um, should not be uh you know have to they shouldn't have to deal with that and that's how they feel and so they feel justified in killing the child basically they lost they lost their sense of humanity for the child I mean, even though they want to express how much they feel for for the mother, but they care nothing for the baby. So that, yeah, that's one thing that kind of really stuck out is just seeing how cold he was towards this whole this whole thing. He he was sitting there just sitting back, kind of like he just knew that, well, I'm going to I'm, you know, I'm going to walk away scot free and nothing's going to happen. But you know, if you know and think about the case, he was tried and he was found guilty and he is currently serving a, you know, a life sentence with no parole right now. So, but, it, um, but yeah, I would say definitely to, to check this movie out. It, it premieres October 12th and they did a, a Q and a with, uh, uh, some of the people who were, uh, starring in the movie and also the uh, producers and uh, of the film. And they mentioned as of right now, they have six to 700 theaters nationwide. And so 
if you're listening to this, I I can't recommend more to watch this film when it comes out and support it. Give it a a, a great opening weekend. I'm definitely going to go wherever I'm at in the country. If I'm not back home here in, in Fort Worth or wherever I'm at, I'm going to try to catch it so I can. I want to contribute as much as I can to get this message out and to really um, shine a light on what is what has been going on for ever since 73, 1973. This and I, maybe some people will see this and have a have an epiphany. So but, you know, and like like I said, we're talking about abortion in this, you know, all throughout this film so it's it's not going to be a a, a happy (laughs) go lucky type film it's going to be a very somber move for them pretty much it's not really a lot of um levity not not a lot of laughter in this but um but i but it's important and it needs to be seen and it um yeah not like i said i encourage everyone to try to uh to catch it uh, com. if you want to see where it's playing uh, where it will be playing and if it, if it's not in your area um, they mentioned to go to your theater and demand it and also there's um, there's options on there as far as if you want to purchase group tickets as well if you want to take uh, members of your you know tea party group or um you know, Republican group, conservative group, you know, et cetera, pro-life groups. So, yeah, definitely just um, just want to help this movie out as much as possible. You know, definitely need more movies like this. And just, and for us to get more movies like this, we have to support them when they come out. So, um, so yeah. Now, uh, I guess uh, on a lighter note is... I found out when I watched this movie that I knew more people than I thought that are in this movie. <laughs> so on the week of the premiere in, on October 12th, we're going to play an interview with one of the, well, one of the actors in Gosnell. And we're going to have that. Um, We're going to post that on the week of, but as I was watching it, I, also notice other people that I haven't seen in a long time. I mean, people that I know personally were in this movie that I, that I saw them <laughs> um, come across the screen. I'm like, hold on, that's so and so. So, um, so we may have even more uh, people on Trend Chat on the week of to talk about the movie and you know their experience and and filming it and everything. So that was kind of cool. One. Um, the founder of Politichicks, you know, CEO, editor-in-chief, Anne-Marie Morell. She's in the movie. I knew that already. But also, there was <clears throat> there were other people that I know that um <laughs> that were on, were in the film. So, like I said, I'm going I'm going to hold off on that. And like I said, I know we're going to have at least one on um on the show on the show on the week of. But we may have even more. So it might turn into a whole might be two or three episodes that week really want to uh, get this, you know, get the word out as much as possible on this. And so again, it's gosnellmovie.com. If you want to know where you can, you know, 
where it's going to be shown in your area. And like I said, if it's not in your area, go to your theater and demand it and to, and, you know, make an event out of it, get some people to, to come to the, come to the movie theater and check, check this out. So, so yeah. And I'll tell you that's uh that is, it's, it's hard to really talk about the particular movie and, not really kind of get a little choked up because it's really sad because like i said this is a true story but but yeah so i'll i'll talk more about it especially on the week of um about the movie so we're gonna (laughs) well one one other thing right quick but before we get to that i had one (laughs) i i came across something that was kind of funny and so i'm just gonna let that gonna let you wait on that before and like i mentioned Anne Marie Marie morell um was uh in the movie so perfect time right now to play an ad for politics hello this is brian bledsoe host of trend chat also contributor at politichicks.com here to tell you about the new book called politichicks a clearing call to political activism with over 300 pages from contributors like myself talking about topics such as education social issues healthcare, the second amendment and of course activism i encourage you all to check it out at politichicks.com and is also available at amazon and barnes and noble so when i uh when i left from watching the movie and you know and talking with uh with people at afterwards um i don't know i think i was checking on twitter or something and i was seeing um a tweet about about the cleveland browns of of all things i don't know i guess i don't know maybe someone was on my feed was tweeting about it then i i looked and noticed in the story saying that uh, i think it was a couple of minutes before in the fourth quarter and saying that they're going to win their first game in two years or since 2016 and i'm like what i'm like you telling me a team hasn't won <laughs> since 2016 and yeah I, look i haven't been really following as much <laughs> on the nfl um for a while so and mainly because i'm like i mentioned i'm not so much boycotting i just don't care <laughs> anymore um because it's not like something where I'm just begrudgingly not watching because, uh, you know, whether it's about you know the national anthem kneeling and all that. Um, no, I mean, for me, it just, it was more than that. Cause there was other things that happened before. I'm not going to get into that. I've, I've done a whole couple of rants about that, but I, I, I just don't care about not only NFL, NBA, all of that. They're just whatever. But so when I come, when I came across that, but I, I saw, and I'm like, okay, you know, I, I let me <laughs> let me see what what's going on. And so I caught like the last minute, and I think they were they was um Cleveland got the ball back, and they were just you know uh, running the clock out. <laughs> and it, it you would have thought that Cleveland just won a Super Bowl or at least a playoff game. <laughs> Seeing, seeing grown men just you know hugging each other out there in the crowd <laughs> after winning one game, just winning a game. Not you know, like I said, not winning the championship. I kind of feel like I'm like Allen Iverson right now talking about practice, but they just won a game. You know, not a championship. 
not not a playoff game, just a regular season game. And it just the elation and jubilation that went out <laughs> amongst I mean, it, it was like Cleveland won the NBA championship. It was I, I'm gonna be surprised they have a <laughs> they have a parade tomorrow or something about <laughs> and the quarterback Baker Mayfield maybe <laughs> You know, for he'll get a statue in front of the Brown Stadium or something. I mean, they really. But then again, you know, if you haven't won since 2016, I guess you would you you would be pretty, you know, pretty happy to win one at least. So, but yeah. Anyway, that was a that was. I just found that that was just um, just amazing on a, a number of levels. Like I said, given the fact that you have a one, and also when you actually do one. Uh, we actually you know won a game then seeing how how joyous the people were how they were so happy but anyway you know good for them so who knows that's probably been the the last time i watched an nfl game for a while who knows you know maybe i might be in the bar and see it but anyway let's get to our interview with lacey williams because we definitely want to hear about this the second issue coming up and matter of fact, it's out today. It's already out. It came out midnight today. Just, like I said, this is being recorded on Friday, September 21st. And yeah, so we're going to talk a little about uh, a little bit about the second issue and how things have been going, you know, since the first issue. So without further ado, here's our interview with Lacey. This is Trend Chat. Hello, this is Trent Chat, and we are bringing back someone that we spoke with a couple of months ago. When we talked with her last, she was launching a fashion magazine called Expressions. And so that first issue did very well, and now we're coming up on the second issue, and we're bringing her back to talk about how things have gone since then. I'm talking about Lacey Williams who is the founder, CEO, president, editor-in-chief, just all-around boss of Expressions Magazine. How you doing? Hi, Brian. How are you? So, like I said, last time we had you on, it was before the first issue was launched at the Young Women's Leadership Summit. So right. just tell us how things how things have been going since, um, since the launch and, you know. Well, it's kind of been a little bit of a whirlwind. Um, basically, we've doubled our page size. So that's been a lot more work for me and the team. Um, but mostly we've just gotten a lot of recognition from a lot of different sources, whether it be like the Daily Wire. I was on Fox News talking about reclaiming feminism. Um, and like we've had to double in sales. Like I'm ordering twice as many magazines this time and everything's gone up. And people are really starting to notice and take hold of um, the important things we're trying to do with reclaiming feminism and uh giving conservative girls a voice in the lifestyle magazine industry. So it's been crazy and I'm loving every minute of it. And I know the team is too. I know I saw that you, um, that you were being interviewed on Fox. It was uh, Fox and friends, correct? Yeah. How was that? Oh my gosh. It was so cool. So I live in Denver and uh, that was on the East coast. So I woke up at like one thirty to get there at four thirty Cause I live like 45 minutes away from uh, where they would tape it. So I was up pretty, pretty early and I was like, shouldn't even go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but then um, it was just crazy. I had no idea what I was doing. I mean, first few sentences, I was pretty nervous. 
but then after that, things just really started to flow. I started talking about things that I knew, um, and that I bring up every time I pretty much talk to anybody, and it was just so much fun, you know, Ainsley, she, I had seen her speak before at one of the conferences I got to for a train point, and I was like, oh my gosh, she's nervous, she's so great, twice as nervous, right? <laughs> uh, but it was just, it was a lot of fun. I never really knew how TV works, and I'd love to do it again. Uh, that's something I really like, and um, it was, I was really happy about the orders that came through after that. They put it up big in big letters, where to order it, and uh, as soon as I got off, people were ordering, and I have all my emails synced up to my phone, so it was like one after another. If it wasn't an order, it was like this crazy, amazing compliment, so I'm forever thankful. So now, you know, with with that and then just having the the magazine out there, I mean, have, I guess have things kind of changed at school? I mean, do people recognize you as a superstar there? Or it's... <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, definitely like our local newspaper and the newspaper at school, like I've been in the O's and things like that. But it's like, I think we... um especially us that are involved in politics as much as we are, we think that, I mean, when you're quote-unquote famous in the political realm, you're like, nobody really knows who you are unless you're like Beyonce or Jay-Z. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, your life can still stay pretty normal, but I'm not famous by any means. I'm not trying to make myself famous. I'm trying to make my magazine famous. And I like to live a pretty quiet life. For right now, I'm still in college. I don't really have a lot of time for um, anything big. But, I mean, in the future, for sure, not a lot has changed, I'd say. Well, you know, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure that's going to change as expressions uh, continues to grow. And speaking of speaking of expressions, let's um let's talk about the second issue. What's I mean, what's all in it? What, what, what can we expect? I'm so excited. So, like I said, we're doing twice as many pages. Our layout, this issue, because, like, you know, when we were doing our first issue, we were just, my, my team was getting a hang of doing different designing and different graphics, and it was on new to pretty much everybody. We really stepped it up, this issue. Layouts are twice as good. I mean, I'm just so proud of my team for how things look, first and foremost, but this is a lifestyle issue. We've doubled in size also with our contributors. Um, it's amazing. We're doing so many cool articles. We did a um, kind of like a back-to-school beauty, and even though we've been in school for like a month now, I mean, these are still things you need every single day as a girl. You know, what, do you, what setting spray is the most inexpensive? And then we did a really cool article on inexpensive eyeshadow palettes because nobody – wants to pay $75 for a bunch of pressed powder. Um, that's just not in a girl's budget most of the time. Hmm. And nobody really wants to pay that, even if it looks pretty. I've done it before. It's stupid. <clears throat> and then um, we did a little bit of analysis on the first lady, um, like what her style is really like. We took a bunch of different polls on um, Twitter, and everybody really liked this one dress she wore. It was the inaugural ball dress. People really love that outfit from her. And then we did, like, a sorority recruitment guide. We did a, you know, is the left taking identity politics and, like, ruining our culture? And then, you know, the war on masculinity, which is an article I did. But it's a lifestyle issue. So 
lot of different pieces that we brought in besides just politics. And I'm so proud of our girls and guys that have written for this issue. And uh, I'm just, you know, hopefully we continue to grow, but we really stepped it up. So um, who do you have on, on the cover? We have Alex Clark. She's a radio show host, and she's one of, I think, the top ten. It says in her article. I can't remember. I, I read a lot of different articles, but and I'm also sick, so I'm a little sidetracked. But, um, yeah, she runs a great radio show. It's called the Alex and Joe Show. And the girl is unapologetically, she's just a huge supporter of Donald Trump, you know, different conservative values, and she's beautiful. So that's another thing. But we actually met her at Young Women's Leadership Summit, <clears throat> asked a little bit about her. Our My um, CEO, Emily Roach, she's in a meeting room. She's like, Lacey, we have to get this girl on the cover. I was like, okay, what's she, she about? And she's like, she's basically the next day in a lash. I was like, we have to do it. Like, that's what we're all about. You know, we did Will Witt last, last issue for Man of the Moment. And, you know, we want to catch them early before they become, you know, the next Sean Hannity or whatever. Um, but... Alex is just amazing. She has, like, another little show. It's called Trigger that talks all politics. And the girl is on fire. Like, that's a fun radio show to listen to. She's so funny. Like, if you're not interested in, like, learning about the daily politics from, like, Ben Shapiro, which I listen to every day, but she's just, she's like a little firecracker in the morning. I don't know how she has that much energy. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, as far as a kind of like what you were saying as far as want to catch people before they like really blow up it's kind of like what i'm doing with you right now you know i, I yeah. want to want to get you on before you like really blow up and it's gonna be like super hard <laughs> to really get you on i gotta talk to your people and all that i want to want to try to get you on a couple of times before that happens so yeah thank you <laughs> I, I really appreciate it and you guys do the job i you know whenever i listen to you i'm like oh this person's an up-and-comer because you are really watching every day i'm like we need to interview this person next <laughs> Um, so, I mean, you know, I've done this thing within the past year, uh, a good friend of mine, Isabel Brown, she actually writes for Expressions now. She said, you know, she was on the Young Women's Leadership Summit stage and she spoke a little bit for future female leaders. And she said, this past year, I just decided to say yes to everything that would positively impact me. And so that's what I'm trying to do. I took a little cue from her, you know, um, and part of that is being on the show with you. I just want to, you know, get out there and get the word out there as much as possible because the message is super important. Uh, yeah, so um, you mentioned that you had Will Witt as the man of the moment yeah. in last issue. So who was, who was it in this issue? Okay, so I'm really excited about this one. His name's Devin Senna. Uh, he, uh, he started his own pro-life publication called Human Defense Initiative. And the guy makes me look like an idiot on pro-life issues i'm not like i don't think that as a bad thing but he's so smart he knows every statistic in a book he knows how to relate it to different things and he's controversial i don't always agree with things he says and some of the girls in my group don't but he's really working to open people up to the idea of saving the babies saving all of them and he's going to do it he's going to get through to people you know, some of the best people in this world are a little more controversial than we'd like them to be. I mean, look at our president, right? Hmm. But we live in many ways. It's like no harm, no foul. You, you have to be willing to listen. And, you know, you should judge people on principle anyways. 
a lot of people were kind of angry with us picking him as man of the moment, but he's done so many amazing things for the pro-life movement. How could we not? He's going to be an amazing person within the next five years. He's going to hit it big, and he's really going to, I mean, even bigger than now. He's just so well-read, well-educated, and he was like, duh, we had to have him as man of the moment. Yeah, you, you know, actually, that's you know, that's someone I want to have on the have on the podcast, you know, sometime in the future myself. Um, now I can get you in touch, but yeah. All right, well, go ahead then. <laughs> so, if people, this is a time, I guess, to let everyone know if they want to get that second issue and where they can go, social media and and everything. All right, so you can go to express-conservatism.com, and there's like a little drop-down menu. And you can press shop, and then it'll say view the latest issue, or you can do the subscription service. We have that now. We are getting close to already selling out our second issue through pre-order. It's available for pre-order right now. It will be live at 12 o'clock a.m. on 21st. So look for that, and then we'll also have it online. It's in my bio on Instagram, it's in the expressions Instagram bio, and also in our Twitter. There's a lot of different places you can find it, but going straight to the website skips a lot of different steps. But can't wait for you guys to see it. All right. Well, I appreciate it so much. And like she said, everyone go out and get the next issue. And, you know, it's everything that's been going on is it's well-deserved, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it's just going to continue to grow. So, uh, yeah, like Thank I said. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on, and hopefully we'll talk again soon. Thank you so much, Brian. You have a good one. This is Dana Lash, and you're listening to Trend Chat. Yeah, you know, first off, let me say um, something I should have mentioned in the before the interview started. Um, as far as kind of, I guess the audio was a little, I guess, a little strange in a way. Like, like that was on me. <laughs> um, it was something where I didn't pick up um, – I, I didn't know how to fix it and also I didn't I didn't hear it when I first recorded it. So and then when I heard it after doing doing the editing and you know, my editor just couldn't uh couldn't get it to couldn't fix it anymore after and we didn't want to have to do the interview again. So we said, Okay, uh, you could pretty much hear it, right? And you know, kudos to the editor. So as far as being able to, to get it um to get it to play better um than it sounded at first so so hey editor hey, th- thanks for that oh thank oh thanks Brian. so if if you don't know the editor is me so <laughs> so um but yeah and i appreciate Lacey for for coming on and like i said hopefully hopefully we get a chance to have her on again now one other thing before we go that uh there there is a debate going on tonight actually uh with senator ted cruz and with the uh, representative robert francis o'rourke i'm just going to say that first but but he's also known as beto but even though he's not hispanic at all but that's the you know i i, I think i i would call it misleading but whatever <laughs> and so they have a debate tonight and one of three they uh senator cruz actually wanted five but i guess uh old robert didn't want didn't want five of them and so they finally agreed to three and this is the first of three um tonight in um here in dallas so um hopefully i'll 
be watching somewhere if I'm not here still um, in the area. But uh, but I I'm looking forward to to watching this because I just want to see Senator Cruz just. I just feel like he's just going to dismantle O'Rourke in this um in this debate and it's it feels like it yeah I, I'm really looking forward to, to to seeing this so so just to let y'all know um I think what NBC, NBC DFW is going to be live streaming it I don't know whether on Facebook or somewhere um if you're not in the area to watch it um um, on the on your local NBC network, but I think they will be live streaming it somewhere. Hopefully, so if you wanna wanna catch the debate, then so so that's it for for us this week. We'll be back sometime next week. I would say Tuesday, Tuesday and or Thursday. But um, I appreciate everyone listening in. I appreciate everyone that has been listening listening in all this time. So. I, you know, I just want to, <laughs> I, I can't say it enough. And I, I, I actually should say it every time because, um, in the time that we do have, I want to acknowledge that because as I've always said, I never even thought about doing one, let alone here we are. This is what episode 111. Wow. So, so yeah. So thanks again. And until next week. We'll chat with you later. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833-687-0700, 833-687-0700. If you are thinking about snacking on anything other than tasty cake this summer, you are simply Miss Cakin. A melted milkshake? Miss Cake. Crumbly, sticky s'mores? Bigger Miss Cake. Or worst of all, you resort to baking? If it's not tasty cake, it's a Miss Cake. Because nothing satisfies like a perfectly sweet butterscotch crimpet. Or rich and creamy chocolate peanut butter candy cake. Tasty Cake. Accept no substitutes.